Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello again, we're back for another edition of the CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. You're with Stuart Haslam, and it's my great pleasure to have the Chief Investment Officer himself. It's Christian Nolting on the podcast today. Christian, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you, Stuart? Great I'm to be re- back on the podcast. Yeah, great to have you. I'm really well myself. I uh, can't believe another week's gone, and I can't believe we're about to start going into Q3 earnings. The year is just flying by. But Christian, before we do that, let's have a quick look back at Friday's non-farm payrolls number. You, you and I, of course, are speaking on the Friday before we issue this on Monday. But how did you take that print? It's just come out, and what do you expect the impact on the markets to be? Yeah, I think the non-farm payrolls and the inflation data, the CPI in the US, are really key ingredients for the Fed decisions in the future. So the Fed has always quoted that the labor market is so strong, which I completely agree with, that it first needs to weaken a little bit in order for them to stop hiking in order to fight inflation. There's a very strong labor market. You have second round effects of higher wages. So I think that's something which needs to change. And that's one goal of the Fed by hiking interest rates. So, but if you now look at the unemployment rate which came in, which was 3.5%, and uh, that's even lower than the last time, where it was 3.7%. So the mar- labor market remains super strong, really. Yeah, super strong markets. That's so interesting. You know, um, the, one of the things that I did want to ask you about was uh, this idea around our central bankers staying the course and pushing through with this higher levels of interest rates in order to combat the monetary policy. And of course, these these numbers, these uh, unemployment rates that you're talking about, payrolls numbers are really going to feed in to their analysis. I mean, how do you expect the reaction there to be? Do you think this staying the course really is the agenda that they'll follow? Yeah, I think what we really need to see, and we mentioned this now many times, is we need to see at least the stabilization in inflation and even lower inflation numbers. And for that, the labor market is crucial. So change in non-farm payrolls, that should be even lower numbers than we got. Uh, and from that perspective, that's number one inflation data, which we get this week, uh, would also be crucial if you look at uh, the expectations from the market. And that's very important to understand. The market is even expecting slightly higher inflation numbers still. So from that perspective, uh, I think for the Fed, they really need to see lower inflation numbers coming in. And maybe we can see that from November onwards. But I think that's a precondition for, for markets to stabilize. Before that, uh, I think central bankers cannot change course uh, because if they don't fight inflation uh, and we keep seeing inflation to rise, that would be more damaging to the economy even in the mid to longer term. And that's why they, I think even in the last weeks, actually since Powell spoke uh, at Jackson Hole, they very clearly made the case we need to first look at inflation even if it comes with lower growth. And uh, as you know, we do expect a, a recession or a mild one in the US, but also recession in Europe. And I think that picture doesn't change with these numbers we are getting. So I think this week, really, CPI is crucial. Yeah, we'll watch it really closely. Look, Christian, this is a good segue into my next question, which is going to be about Q3 earnings. We, we are just about there into the earnings season. Um, and of course, you know, when central bankers raise interest rates, you would expect a lag um, into company results and other economic activity. Do you think that that's going to be seen in the numbers in Q3 this time around? Or do you expect a continuation of some of the strength that really we did see in Q2? First of all, if you have higher inflation data, you could easily argue that nominal earnings are even rising with inflation, right? So it's crucial to look also at real earnings. 
what's, what's very important to me for the upcoming earnings season is uh, not only the current numbers, uh, so the Q3 numbers which are reported, but also the outlook. And if you remember, uh, in July, where the earnings of Q2 of this year were reported, uh, we saw quite a positive outlook given by a lot of CEOs of the companies, which was clearly a driver of a very strong equity market we've been seeing throughout July. But then, of course, we had another downturn. As we said, don't buy there, buy the next dip. That was our statement then, really. Um, I think I would be surprised if all the CEOs now come in with a very positive outlook. I think inflation data is high. There's a lot of uncertainty. So I think a lot will say, yes, we can maybe do well with this environment, but we are more cautious on the outlook. That's what I would expect. And I do think, Stuart, that earnings expectations from the market are a bit too high. So I think another 5 to 8% lower is probably justified. And I wouldn't rule out the one or other disappointment then during the earnings season, which then could cause volatility on markets. Then, however, I think we might see then in November better inflation data. And if the outlook is not that optimistic, we think in Q4 then we will see opportunities really in the market because markets are down now 20 over percent for many. Christian, that's so interesting. I, re- I was going to put that one to you, buying the next dip, because of course you've said it previously and now we're looking. So I guess the message, therefore, uh, you're going to stay cautious. You're going to stay on the fence. Watch what that outlook is going to be. And, uh, you know, potentially November, December time, even early into next year, you will have a look at some buying opportunities. But within those opportunities itself, as a last question, what sectors do you, do you like or, or products you think might be interesting to our investors? Yeah, I think what remains really important in that inflationary environment is those companies who have pricing power, who can, let's say, digest lower margins because they're able to hike prices with the consumer not retreating from them. So price, companies with pricing power are still really preferred to those who don't have. I think that will even accelerate now in the earnings season. In general, I would say if you look at sectors, we still like healthcare because we do expect a lot of growth there. For those who want to take more risk uh, with, with higher interest rates and the ECB being quicker, they could also look at financials also in Europe. Uh, and then let me also talk from a regional perspective. We think China offers opportunities, so certainly call for this quarter from us. And also I would first go into the US and maybe from a regional perspective, then take Europe. So hopefully that summarizes a little bit, but we will certainly come up also with more detailed research on this uh, and certainly will comment on the upcoming earnings season. Fantastic, Christian. Well, we're looking forward to that and always looking forward to speaking to you. This has been Christian Nolting, our Chief Investment Officer of the Private Bank with Stuart Haslam, Global Head of Communications for the International Private Bank, your CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. Thanks so much to all of our listeners for being part of this. We'll speak to you again next week. Bye-bye for now. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this material is considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the U.S., No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions, and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains, losses, and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. 
Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, ECB, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, BaFin, and by Germany's Central Bank, Deutsche Bundesbank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The product, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2022 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.